0: Hey guys, this is episode 3 of Hijabis Drink Coffee 2, and today is going to be a special episode in celebration of Pakistan's Independence Day, which was on August 14th, a week ago. Um, I've already basically recorded the interview that I was supposed to take for this this, um, special episode, but I didn't have... I mean, I had time to edit it, but, you know, I was lazy and one thing led to another, and now we're here, and I'm trying to edit it and record this properly, so here we are. Um, I'd like to um, begin by giving a little bit of background of the Pakistan's history and how Pakistan became Pakistan, its own nation. Um, So... Let's begin. Um, Pakistan and India were one nation, the subcontinent, and Muslims in India used to, were oppressed and they were disrespected and they weren't f- um, able to freely practice a religion. So Muslims and Muslim leaders and they fought for their own nation where they could freely, they could freely practice their own religion and not be oppressed by other um, people you know, other Indians there. So, that's the reason behind how Pakistan was made. So, on August 14th, 1947, Pakistan was partitioned, and the majority Muslim areas were partitioned um, to be Pakistan, and the majority Hindu areas were partitioned to be India. And when, there were a lot of Muslims who still lived on the India side, and there were a lot of Hindus that lived on the Pakistan side. So, when the two nations were partitioned there was a lot of movement that happened on trains and people were trying to get um to where they want to be like the muslims want to be in pakistan and the hindus wanted to be in india so a lot of people left all their belongings their land their everything and they got on a train and they decided to cross the border and go to pakistan now when this happened there was a lot of chaos that occurred a lot of people were killed. Um, there were trains um, full of people who were f- dead, and people they would come into Pakistan, and there were just people like full of trains that were just dead, and they were coming in, and there was a lot of difficulties like that, that they faced, and so it's you know it's very important to a lot of Pakistanis because of all the massacre that they had seen, and when they had gotten to Pakistan, like, the people who were alive, they didn't have anything at all. Um, they were, they barely had, you know, food and water and a place to live, so people tried to welcome them into their homes or, you know, try to do things like that, but there weren't even hospitals, um, to, you know, take care of the people who were even injured on the trains. Now, um, during, in Pakistan's history, there are um several wars well i mean there are two wars 1965 and the 1971 war um and we're gonna be talking about that during the interview so i'd like to say that the 1965 war okay i dropped my phone let me pick it up the 1965 war was fought between pakistan and india and it was over kashmir because the kashmiris they wanted to join Pakistan, but the leader of Kashmiri who is Hindu he wanted to join India. So for that reason they had a war and it ended in a ceasefire, a stalemate, and the the UN said that the people of Kashmir could vote whether they want to be a part of Pakistan and India. And to this to this day that has not happened. Um the voting has not taken place and there's still there's still stuff going on in Kashmir, you know, The India has still occupied Kashmir for so long now. Um, and it, the second war was 1971, and that was when East Pakistan wanted to become independent, um, which East Pakistan is known as Bangladesh today. So that's the reason why 1971, the War of 1971 happened. Um, so that's it. Uh, I think that should be enough for the background. I think you guys understand what exactly, you know, happened during that time, and sorry for anyone who is isn't O-levels and they already know this. I'm sorry. I just had to do this for the people who don't know, because we're here to build understanding, so, yeah. Um, Before the interview starts, I'd like to give a little bit of a disclaimer that any opinion should not be taken as facts, and anything that is derogatory, that is said, or offensive towards a group of people, um, that whatever it is, it does not represent this podcast. Um, We're not here to make anyone feel offended or anything. I just wanted to, um, I wanted this interview to be authentic and you guys to understand my grandfather's feelings because you know he he feels very patriotic towards his country so if he says anything derogatory please that doesn't represent our podcast so you may listen to the interview now and i'm sorry if i sound really awkward during the interview it's just i'm just really awkward <laughs> okay <laughs> you can listen to the pod i mean the interview now assalamu babuji <laughs> How are you, Abhijie? I'm fine. So, Abuji is my grandfather, who was previously in the Pakistani military, and he fought in the wars of 1965 and 1971. Um, so, I'd want to, st- to start by talking about your experiences and what inspired you to join the Pakistan Army.
1: My sweet daughter, uh, I was in sixth grade at that time when the martial law was enforced by Ayub Khan. I just uh, saw the the first time the army personnel roaming around. In uh, I was uh, going to Sangla Hill School. It is uh, it's close to Faisalabad now, and uh, I I I was very very you see, uh, inspired from them. And I thought I will join the army. So ultimately I, when I was in eighth grade, I just, uh, I mean, I passed the escape. I was going to the ninth. But before that, the army people came and they were enrolling people for a army school. They said army school, but it was actually army princess school. So I went there and my age was less. I, I pass all the examination and uh, out of about 50 people, we were two selected. But, but then it came to my age and. Uh, that's. Uh, then I have to come back, I cried very hard in front of my math teacher, Mr. Rasayed Bukhari, and uh, he was very loving teacher and uh, I used to get almost 100 out of 100, if not hundred ninety nine, so he he will never say no to me, but the headmaster was very tough, but he requested and requested and they gave me another certificate with uh, two years uh, more in my age. It means that I was actually 1947, born in 1947, and, and uh, they gave me 1945 date of birth. So this is how I went there. My father was uh, when my uh, my father was not in favor of. Frankly speaking, he went to see me off, and uh, we were going by train to the Pindi. That is where the school was located. And uh, he was running with the train and saying, uh, uh, Abdul Rauf, Abdul Rauf, the and he, don't go. Study more, study more." But uh, he he was crying, and uh, but I left and uh, it was three years course i when we went there it was again and a uh, headache for us they had an iq it, it was like i don't know we are going to which school they have an iq test and uh, out of two which we were selected one was returned back and i from my school i was the only one there so we stayed there for three uh, three years and after three years and after two years actually i came to know that, that we are not going to get a commission, but we will be sent as as, as the technical person. Like I, I was sent to the signal corps as a signal man, which is like a f- spy, but it, uh, we, we were called the uh, wireless technician. So in during 65, I was attached to one of the engineer battalion to provide them the services, but I was taken right in front uh, of the uh, right in the uh, field where the war was going on it was maraqibal sector at uh, shalkot and i was with the adjutant captain ranasan shah right up front with him mm-hmm. so from there he told me to get into the uh, take the uh, get the commission so i uh, i had to pass the pakistan army special which i did it in 3 months and i passed it i joined the uh, i was selected and i i went to kakul pakistan academy and uh, that's how i got into army and then i, I liked it very much i was uh, always accepting challenging job wherever they wanted to send me i said okay okay i am volunteer for that and uh, that anything else you want to know i'm mean, uh, particular about anything
0: um was there any event during the war that you vividly remember that was very important yeah. to you yeah
1: i i do i'm mean, uh, in uh, sialkot i mean the bullets were coming even the uh, uh, the tank shot were coming and they were just hitting uh, maybe 20 feet away the bullets were coming right on our steel helmet we we were uh, wearing steel helmet and uh, but uh, unluckily i mean uh, i will say unluckily because i didn't get the shahada there and uh, i was uh, one of the survival uh, among others but uh, uh, at that time we came once i came back during the war to get the uh, new wireless sets from uh, somebody all It is called somebody all We had that uh, set up there. So I came uh, through the jeep. I was uh, heading that uh, jeep and I have another cargo truck where all the wireless sets were uh, dumped. And it it was only uh, like uh, 45 minutes at that time to reach somebody all from there because all the roads were empty and everything. But the moment we crossed the Sialkot city, the old women, old ladies, old uh, uh, men, they they stood right in front of our jeep. They were not let us go without taking the milk. Some some ladies had the milk in their hands. Some had a uh, you know these uh, uh, chickpeas, right? Those chickpeas in, in their hand, they they thought we are not getting food uh, in the war zone. But the administration was so good that we were getting hot food. I mean, the breakfast, lunch, dinner, we were getting hard food. They have made such a good arrangement, uh, General Ayub, that we were getting that hard food every time. But it uh, it it was I mean. After we once they did this, we never wanted to go to somebody else. We thought we are duty bound to go back and fight the war. But that was another part of duty, so we had to go there, come back, and then we refused going back. I said, send somebody else. I am not going to go with this convoy. So we stayed there, and that was that was the first thing I was. Uh, just a radio technician there and uh, but uh, it it did i mean uh, all those prayers they have been doing that soon after that after the war was over right there was a pakistan army special uh, going on they it, it happened every year but uh, luckily the it the, there was supposed to be an examination and uh, uh, adjutant told me to take part in that, and I, without study, took part in that, and I passed that and passed it in second division. So, from there, I got qualified to apply for the commission, and I went for the commission and uh, got it through. And then I went to the Pakistan Military Academy, Kakul. Hello, Abhiji? G
0: Okay, um, so after you passed the academy, you started to receive commission. You said,
1: "Yeah, after the academy, I got to the commission, right? And uh, I became second lieutenant and was sent to thirty five heavy regiment. Uh, war was over then, and uh, thirty five heavy regiment, and uh, it was in Kengi Bihari and." Uh, I uh, stayed there. Later on, it moved to uh, Lahore, urbanpura It was all jungle and uh, we just cut the grass and this and that and we camped there. And uh, But uh, the, 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 the 35 heavy regiment mean it was 8-inch which in 65 people used to call Lahori, used to call them as Shirni. Shireni, they gave the gun name Shireni at that time and uh, I, I was promoted then from there I promoted left in and from left in and I, uh, I, I was promoted to captain and in 1968 I went to Kakul again Atabad because there was a new regiment coming up it was newly raised it was 68 mountain battalion so I went there served there for a while and then uh, they were working during Ayub Khan. They started working with China on uh, this CPAC, which everybody is taking the uh, you see, that they have done it. They have done it. It was started then at that time by Ayub Khan, that was called Karakuram Highway, and uh, it was from uh, China to up to Rawalpindi. They were making a road. Yes. So, they asked for volunteer because the engineer battalion didn't have enough officers. So, they asked for volunteer, so I volunteered and uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Nazir San Hamdani was my CO. He asked me if I want to go there and uh, I said, yes, I, I, I will go. So, I went there and served there for uh, till 71 bar started and then I was in 71. I was uh, promoted and sent back to my same unit. We called it, we call it parent unit. The parent unit is the one in which you came as, you come as a as a second left unit. So I came there and this, uh, my parent unit uh, was at Kusur sector at that time. But the moment I came here and I took over the unit of the, uh, my company, as the, a as the major, I came on promotion here, and uh, I took over the company. After about seven days, the, uh, there was a ceasefire.
0: During the 1971
1: war? Yeah, that was 70, 1971 war.
0: So where, where did you serve, Abuji? Uh, in in Kasur
1: Factor. Kosoor. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Did you fight there?
1: No, but I mean, being in the artillery, usually you don't uh, practically fight, but uh, you do fight in a way. I mean, we send the observer in the front, he goes right in uh, in the front with the infantry people, and uh, we are back commanding the units, commanding the guns. So we have to fire wherever they want, wherever the observer wants, to fire at such and such place, they give the uh, uh, grid reference, and we uh, calculate what is the elevation, deflection, this and that, and then we uh, fire that uh, shot right so that it goes right on target. And uh, we did that for uh, maybe four or five days, and then it was ceasefire. But the, that heavy regiment guns, the one five five millimeter and uh, eight inch bit that i was commanding one of the battery they were the major guns at that time in 65 as well as in 71 and the indian didn't have like that and they were very afraid of their
0: uh, uh, fire that's interesting abuji um <laughs> Well, um, later we know that you know we grew up in um, United States, and we've already we've always seen you in United States. You know, growing up there. So when you were in United States, do you think it was difficult to show your patriotism towards Pakistan?
1: No, sir. It uh, no, no, no. It, uh, my sweetie, uh, it was never difficult. Anybody talking against Pakistan, I always fought. I, I was always was fighting with him that uh, I I even frankly speaking I know I' mean this my vote so many places I said Pakistan fought two war and we if we did not if you say we did not uh, I mean succeed in the war we did not lose the war as well rather we say we were successful we defended it with a very little uh, I'm. i in uh, uh, personal of the army because we didn't have that much army as the uh, India used to have, right? So, I'm, and I, I, I if, if any American, I will will say me that, and I will say, what did you do? You never fought out single-handedly. We fought single-handedly, and you guys were with India. Still, we won the uh, game. You fought in Vietnam. You, uh, I'm not and you lost it. That is the only war you fought single-handedly and you lost it. Any other war, you got the entire world with you. And that's how you say that we did this, we did that. I, I could not. Even the Indian people who were working with me, they were inspectors, inspector. There were some inspectors under my command also in the United States when I came became project engineer. I mean, they were very nice to me, but when they will talk about Kashmir, I, I, I will state away say that uh, you are liar. You are all the leaders right from top to bottom are liar. You'd, you promised the, for the Kashmir in the UN assembly. There was a resolution and uh, later on you never accepted that. And still the Kashmir is uh, called occupied Kashmir. So I I, I I, always loved my country. And uh, I, I could never hear. I, I could not actually tolerate anybody talking against Pakistan. Not even my own relative. That what you will do when you go back. What you will do. I never let them say that. I said, I am okay. And that's the reason I when mean, you, you grew up there, you, with uh, in the family. You know, I mean, I, except one home, I didn't spend anything. Whatever we saved myself, my wife, your mom, we always sent that money back to home. Back to home. When I left Pakistan, I didn't have anything except one canal of uh, uh, land in THA phase four, but when I came back, now you know, I had a plaza, I had a land, I have this. From where this money came? All from my hard work in the, and your mom hard work from United States. I never spent any money there. I kept my root strong. And as you know, I'm mean, every year I used to bring you guys here in Pakistan.
0: Mm-hmm. Whenever
1: you had a vacation, I used to bring you here in Pakistan. You won't see any family in America who will do that. But I will always bring you guys back home.
0: So, Abhijee, how do you... How, Mama told me that... Well, when she was younger uh, outside of the glen Burney house you had um uh like a pakistan lodge number as your as your door like the number of the house so what were like other ways you exhibited your patriotism like openly
1: no no even the the where uh, you guys live i mean this it was it used to be called even the address was this the pakistani lodge 1019 Dumbarton Road, Glen Burnie. Even in the start I was writing this on all my addresses. Pakistani Lodge 1019 Dumbarton Road, Glen Burnie, Maryland.
0: And I had that and then I used to have a small
1: flag also uh, at my home.
0: Um, I think this is going to be the last question, of Avajee. How did you feel when you had to resign from the army? And how long did you serve exactly for?
1: Frankly speaking, uh, sweetie, I didn't want to resign. It was 1971 war when it was over. And uh, the, the Ayub Khan's uh, political son... When I say political son, I mean the pato the He went against him because he used to call him uh, daddy, to a Yubhan. He went against him and when he took over and uh, you see the East Pakistan uh, was uh, separated and we were here. Then he started saying about the uh, about, uh, prisoner of war when they uh, were in India who were fighting in East Pakistan. And uh, he started uh, showing the movie on the television. I mean, disgracing the army. Actually, he didn't want that army should again come up. And that is the time when I resigned. But because I resigned as a protest, so it was not being accepted. Because then, uh, then I resigned once, and then I resigned second year. It was not accepted, it was not only me, we were about two, three people, but from Lahore we were, one was Brigadier, one was Major Pasha, and one was me. We, we actually resigned, but they never accepted my resign or Major Pasha resign. They accepted the Brigadier resign, and, uh, but they never accepted uh, ours, because Brigadier, is, uh, you see, he commands the brigade, so they didn't want to have that type of man. I mean, who is commanding the brigade and uh, sitting on top and uh, going against the government. So, but uh, uh, my 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 and uh, Major Pasha resigned, was never accepted. And uh, then uh, my, uh, Major, uh, Major Pasha didn't uh, resign the second time, but I did. After competing for one year, I resigned again. And then they said, uh, you got to uh, go for the... I was already major, but they, well, you need to uh, go through the exam also. Mm-hmm. So they said, I mean, you go through the exam. So I went for the exam. I could not qualify for the first time. I, and actually, when I saw the exam, I was not knowing what, it, what comes in the exam. It was Indochina War, World War One, World War Two, And I got so pissed off. I just left it, the page blank, came back and... Uh, when my CEO asked me, CEO was very favorable to me at that time. He said, that, uh, uh, Major Rouse, uh, you have come so early out of the examination hall. May I didn't want to attempt it. May we have fought two wars. Why they can't ask about what happened in
0: Pakistan?
1: Pa- Indo-Pakistan war?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We have two wars. We, we have that experience. Why they are asking us about World War One, World War II and the Indochina War? What we have to do with that now? So that was the thing. But uh, when Ziyal uh, Haq uh, came after Bhutto, when Ziyal Haq came, he went through all these uh, people I mean, who has resigned, this and that. And uh, when he looked at, looked at that, that uh, this major has given uh, resigned twice. He said perhaps he doesn't want to work anymore. Whereas at that time I had I I, I had cooled down and I was just working at same way as I was working before. But uh, if he, he picked up and he said if he want to go home, I mean we can. He he didn't accept the resign still. Keeping in view my all the services. But uh, he said that he he can be go on early retirement. That's how I got the early retirement from there. When you get the when you resign, you lose everything. You cannot call yourself major. You cannot call yourself general. You resign. You resign your uh, title. You resign your uh, pension. Uh, you cannot get anything whatsoever. But uh, if, you, if you are retired. You can still go to the gathering. They will still still invite you. You can still wear the uniform in some on some opinion, uh, official opinion, and uh, but if you uh, if you are retired, but if you have resigned, you can't do that. You are no more uh, on the strength of the army. Okay, Abhiji, um,
0: just to end the the interview. Um, would you like to share some of the av- awards you have um, achieved or any other kind of titles?
1: Yes, but I I received so many, which I have remember uh, my stay in the, in the United States. I just, I mean, lost uh, everything. But uh, still on the paperwork, they are there. I mean, like in uh, in 65 war, Jude, uh, everybody got Tamagai young. whether he fought in the front or not. Everybody got Tamagay Jang. I, I got that. But in addition to that, I got Starai Harab. When you get a Starai Harab with Tamagay Jang, it means you have been fighting right on up front, front war, uh, on the uh, front uh, position. So I got that. Then after that, it was Tamagay uh, Jang 71 and then Tamagay Kadyatam. There are so many. I had about uh, eight of them, I think. Oh, wow. (laughs) And uh, I now don't have even a single one with me, but they are on record.
0: Okay. Thank you, Abhiji.
1: You're welcome.
0: All right. Um, Thank you for sharing your experiences with us. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I enjoyed it. It was nice to know that, you know, everything that you go through during war, and it's special. The only
1: thing, but I, I will say that just uh, love your country. It had been created on the basis of uh, Pakistan ka kya la ilaha illallah. And uh, even uh, Allama Kabbal said this, the Qadiyazam had the same uh, opinion and this is how it came into being, right? It is we, I mean, we are love. We didn't prove that way, but, but there is nothing wrong. We didn't give anything to Pakistan. We just took away from Pakistan. That's it. That's the reason. Otherwise, Pakistan is a great country and uh, it has a bra- brave nation otherwise. Yeah.
0: Yeah, everyone's willing okay. to like give everything they have for their country. Thank you, OG. Okay. You're welcome. Alright, I love this. I love it. Alright, so that was the end of the interview. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it talking about, you know, different experiences and stuff. Also, before the podcast end, ends, I'd like to say that I made a Instagram an Instagram for um the podcast it's hijab. it's at hijabi drink coffee too like just the name of the podcast and if you guys want to like you know get updates and stuff about when the episode a new episode comes out um yeah that's about it thank you for listening and peace out